We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? Welcome to the Six Man Show Post Game Live, presented by Rockham. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, that is Orlando Magic basketball. Let's freaking go! Your Orlando Orlando Magic win one seventeen to one hundred eight against New York Knicks at home. Our first win at the newly named, renamed Kia Center, and it was a fun one. A lot of fun tonight. A lot to talk about. A lot of good. What was interesting about tonight was the things that we're really good at, we did really well. The things we're really bad at, you know, we're used to seeing us be bad at. We were bad again tonight, but it was enough to get the win. Great defensive performance by everyone. We're going to break it all down for you tonight. Thanks for joining us here. Whether you're watching live right now on YouTube or listening to this later on podcast platforms or watching back uh, on YouTube, we're glad you're here. I'm producer Kevin. The Six Man Show Post Game Live is presented by Rockham. Rockham is the world's largest sock store, and they're a Central Florida company. They're located in Orlando, just down the road from Kia Center. It's a great company. They make great products, socks, underwear, some new things coming out in 2024. Be on the lookout for that. But yeah, whether it's Orlando Magic stuff or uh, other sports teams like NFL, NHL, college sports, or things from pop culture like Disney, Marvel, Harry Potter, Nickelodeon, they've got all kinds of licenses for all kinds of really cool stuff. And so you should definitely shop there. And when you do, please use the code MAGIC20. That'll get you 20% off your order at Rockham.com and it helps out the Six Man Show along the way. So yeah, big shout out to Rockham, the presenting partner of the Six Man Show Post Game Live this season, and go check them out. Chad, what is up, Chad? How are we doing tonight? Let's go, man. First off, Ty with the super chat. He says, hit the like button. A gritty win in the Kia Center. Love the win, but too close for comfort when it shouldn't have been. But play the song. You know what, Ty, just for you. Let's go. Yeah, you better believe it, man. Play that song. Let's go. Thank you for that super chat. Appreciate it, man. Uh, let's see. Too easy. We see. Uh, Luis Rosario says, that's how you send home those annoying Knicks fans. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's always a thing when the Knicks come to town, right? What I loved about tonight that was so interesting is they were completely quiet until four minutes left in the in the game. It's like, what were you doing the other minutes? I know your team was was down bad, but you gotta, you gotta, you know, cheer them on if you're a fan. Don't sit there and be quiet until they're actually doing something nice for you. 
Like, come on, a little bit casual there, but that's that's to be expected. A lot of the Knicks fans that show up in Orlando are casuals. But anyway, it's fine. Time Mr. TV says, bing bong. Let's go. Jay Way says, that's magic basketball, 100%. That is the formula for success for this magic team. What we saw tonight was it. You want to sprinkle in a few more made threes than that. But yes, that is Orlando magic basketball. Rich Collab says, Goga is nice. Goga is real nice. I mean... We've been talking about it on this show, chat. You've been talking about it for several games now. The whole Wendell Goga thing. You cannot argue with what you saw with Goga on the floor tonight. You cannot argue with that. I'm not saying we shouldn't play Wendell. We should. But when right now, Wendell is not 100%. And so until he is, Goga needs to be starting, period. End of discussion for me. Love that. The only hero says, so many Knicks fans... At the Kia Center, glad they got a front row seat to that L. Play that song. Let's go. Mark Bird says, another great team win. Yes. Cameron says, way to break Kia curse. Bing bong, Knicks fans. <laughs> Luis Rosario says, I was born and raised in New York, and I always cheered for Dr. J. I hate the Knicks. How about that? Soul Train says, hope everyone is doing well. I'm partying it up at Wall Street. Let's go. Love that. Uh, good stuff here. K-Will, this is big. Franz with 32, Paolo 29. We really have two superstars in the making, 100%. If you missed it earlier today, um, I went on with uh, Knicks Film School, a great podcast that covers the Knicks. Um, they're part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network like the Six Man Show is. And so we've been you know, kind of in touch with them for a couple couple years now. And I got to go on their show and talk about the pre like preview, this matchup, Knicks and Magic. And one of the things I talked about with Andrew, the host of that show, uh, I said, dude, one of the most frustrating parts for the Magic this season is that Powell and Franz can just cannot seem to click at the same time in the same game, right? Like Powell will have a great night and Franz is inefficient. Or Franz will have a great night and Paolo can't shoot the ball. Like, And tonight they both clicked. And we needed that. We needed every single ounce from those guys tonight because the rest of the team offensively outside of you know moments the rest of the team really struggled especially the bench unit which we know has been the strength of this team but without Joe Ingles without Jonathan Isaac without Gary Harris again the bench was struggling and so we needed our key guys to step up and boy did they ever Franz like you said 32 29 for Powell both very efficient nights Franz knocking down the long ball for the first time in a long time it was a great night Great night for those two. Joe says, thank goodness Jalen Brunson had a bad night. Here's the thing, though, Joe. Here's the thing. Jalen Brunson did have a bad night, but that was a forced bad night because the defense by Jalen Suggs, by Anthony Black, and really by the whole team in the second half, just swarming around Jalen Brunson anytime he tried to get to the rim, was sensational. Just terrific defense. I texted with Jonathan and Luke during the game, and I was like, it's so funny to, to kind of browse through the communities of these other teams, like the fans of these other teams, you know, whether it's a subreddit or, you know, Twitter, you know, looking at Knicks fans and, and any other team. Knicks, who we played tonight, as an example. But it's so funny how often they're just like, man, our guys are just off tonight. They're just off tonight. And at some point, you come to realize it's, it's not a coincidence. Like this Magic team defensively, is really good. When they are locked in, they are as good as there is in this league. And tonight, they were super locked in. Jalen Suggs, Anthony Black, terrific on Jalen Brunson. Terrific. Now, part of this is, I do believe, I do believe the Knicks are not being, um, I don't want to say they're not being well coached, but I would say maybe not properly coached. Again, another conversation I had with Andrew on his show today. There's some questionable rotations and stuff for the Knicks, there's some questionable, um, 
I don't I don't know I don't want to say play calling, but there's some guys on that team that I feel like should be getting some some more opportunities than they are. And so again, credit to the Magic for taking advantage of that tonight. Credit the Magic for the great defense. Uh, all in all, the, again, this is Magic basketball for for better or worse. To what we saw tonight, that is that is what Orlando Magic basketball has to be this season. Rich Collab says Jalen has stepped up on uh, up. I uh, can't talk. Jalen has stepped up this season on offense, hundred percent. Another great night for Jalen tonight. Eight of fifteen from the field, two of seven from three isn't great, but you know, still knocking down two of those is fine. Did go three of six from the free throw line, which is not great and not like Jalen at all. But he did have six assists. Excuse me, six assists as well. Just terrific. Um, Sean, I'm glad you mentioned this. I was going to mention this later in the show, but I'll talk about it now. Sean says record attendance tonight. Um, you said 19,200. The actual number was 19,587 record attendance. This is the silliest thing. I don't understand why this happens. We've we've had our maybe, maybe I should rephrase this. I don't understand how this happens. We've had like six of the top 10 most attended Magic games over the last 12 months. Like, I don't know how this is possible. Like, Amway Center hasn't changed. They haven't changed the layout of the seats. Like, we've had sellouts for years and years and years and years, going back all the way to 2010, and now that sellout number keeps growing. So I don't know how. Like, are they selling more of the standing room only tickets? Like, how is that number able to go up? I don't know. I haven't heard from the Magic how this happens. But yes, tonight, uh, Orlando Magic franchise record, 19,587 people in the building tonight. The most ever to see an Orlando Magic home game. Again, it's kind of silly to me. I don't get it. But yeah, it is something. It's not anything, but it's something. Ascension says Franz and Powell are crazy. Absolutely. D. Randall says, finally a win at the Kia Center. Let's go. Uh, Colby says, one of my favorite games from this season. You better believe it, Colby. It was a fun one. Uh, Clement says, if Suggs and AB keep develop keep developing, we're gonna have we're gonna be tough to play for years to come. Yeah. Again, defensively, those two tonight were unreal dizzy says we really got two all-stars i mean i'm just saying i'm just saying quentin says i used to be a knicks fan until dolan ruined that team yeah yikes uh-huh uh yeah what a hype ending man uh brinyar is that how you say your name and is that is that iceland are you from iceland that's that's my guess based on your last name, but I don't know that for sure. But yeah, what a hype ending, man! For sure, that ending it was hype for sure. Love the ending. I wish it didn't end up being that close. This game should have been a blowout if you ask me. But uh, Fra- Disney says Franz defense is so underrated. Five stocks, yeah. Franz was great tonight. Franz was great. Uh, skipping down a little further, MD Traveler says, "Cheers, dude, from Portugal. Let's go, let's go." And we also got Michael here from overseas, from Ireland. He says, "Good game, good win, go Magic." Hit the like button. Yeah, while while you're here, why don't you go ahead and hit the like button? Appreciate that, Michael. While you're here, definitely hit that like button. Whether you're on mobile, you can just click your little thumb one time on that little up button, that thumbs up button. It's really easy. Or if you're watching on your computer, take your mouse, click it. Really fast, really easy. It helps the show out. Um. Miguel, yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Gogo should be starting going forward. I, I, yeah, there's no question about it. You can't, you cannot argue with what you saw tonight. You can't, you can't. Ty, Mr. TV says our stars combined for 60 plus tears in my eyes. We have stars. You better freaking believe it. Let's go. Quentin says I'm a half glass empty person. They need to work on their free throws. You are 100 right, Quentin. 100 right. Too many times this season. Free throws have hurt this team to the point where it almost cost this team. And tonight, it got really dicey in the end because you couldn't hit your free throws. That's part of the reason, I should say. Uh, let's see. Let's skip down a little further. Armin, what's up, dude? He says, best we looked since the win streak. Yeah, absolutely. And again, 
This wasn't a perfect game. Don't get me wrong, but this was the closest picture of what Magic Basketball should look like that we have seen since the win streak. You're exactly right. Exactly right. This is how we win games this year. Oh, D. Randles. Yeah, this is a big one. We haven't talked about this yet. Love Cole haircut. Chat, let's hear about this. What do you think about Cole's haircut? <laughs> I'm sure it's going to get mixed reviews because <laughs> some people love it. Some people do not. If you ask me, I kind of like the old Cole hair. Uh, obviously, I'm never going to sit here and tell someone what to do with their hair. If he wants to cut it, go for it. But if you're asking my opinion, Cole had some great hair before this, and now he's got none, you know. <laughs> Oh, man. Let's see. Skipping down a little further here to try to get caught up. Uh, Ajori says, I really enjoy when you were on the Knicks show. It shows that uh, shows what other teams think of us. Hope you can do more interaction with other teams as well. Yeah, we had a great time. Knicks Film School is one of the best, man. Those guys are crazy. The content they put out, I mean, they're just insane. And Andrew's like one. Andrew's a great guy. He's always been helpful for us. You know, we... We've shot him some messages over the years, you know, picking his brain on some things. And, and yeah, they're great over there. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. It's a great show. Um, Corey says the physicality of the Magic's D was pissing the Knicks off so much. Brunson was not a happy man. Yeah. Yeah, you better believe it. They they got out physical, which is rare for the Knicks. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't say out physical because I think both teams played really physical. But I think it's rare for the Knicks to come up against a team that plays that physical. Knicks are known to be a very physical team. Good rebounding team. Obviously, it's a little bit of a different situation without Mitchell Robinson, um, but still the physicality is there, and and we matched it every step of the way. Michael Martin says, rugged magic basketball. That's a great word, great way to put it. Um, Michael, man, this is such a good point. He says, being this physical will pay off in the playoffs, 100%. That kind of physicality we saw tonight is playoff-level physicality. At one level, you credit the refs for letting them play, and I thought for the most part, the, the refs let them play on both ends, which we don't always see. As Magic fans, oftentimes it's one-sided. I thought tonight, for the most part, they just let them play. They let them be physical on both ends, and it made for a really fun, entertaining game, hard-fought game, and one that went in the Magic favor. So we'll take it. Oh, man, Anthony, this is so true. He says, Paolo passes are something serious. Man, Paolo, some nights he is just locked in. I want to see how many turnovers. He had two turnovers tonight. Two turnovers, and yet he's still out there throwing some of those things, man. Some of those are crazy. His vision is crazy. And guys, the dude is 21 years old. 21, and he's passing the ball like that. Are you kidding me? What is he going to look like when he's 25, 26, 27? And he's got, you know, seven years under his belt in this league. Are you kidding me, dude? Paolo is crazy. Good grief. Wow, I got really excited about that. Whew. Let's go. Noel says, is it, is it true Cole cut his hair because of a bet he had with Mo Bamba? I think we're going to find out really fast tonight. So if you, if you missed this part of the broadcast, Dante said um, that they posted about the Cole haircut and that Mo Bamba commented on Cole's on the post about Cole and said, no, 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 this is because we had a bet and Cole lost the bet. Was it true? I don't know. Dante ended up texting Mo Bamba and Mo Bamba confirmed it. The reason why I think we're going to find out real fast is because you know Cole Anthony right now is on his phone. And any second now, he may have already done it. He's, oops, he may have already done it. He's going to comment on that same Instagram post with Mo and either refute it or accept it or whatever. We'll see. <laughs> oh, man. Skipping down a little bit further. Eduardo Sanchez says that Paolo Franz two-man game at the end brought a tear to my eye. You and me both, brother. Oh, my goodness. It's just a sign of the future. Gilbert, is that how you say this name? He says, sorry, just off-subject law. 
Finally got my Rock'em briefs and socks. Took a while to get to Australia, but worth the wait. Or is that, uh, sorry, not Australia. That's probably Austria, I'm guessing, based on your name. Is that right? Are you watching from Austria? Or is it Australia? You have to let me know. Uh, but worth the wait. Very impressed. They look crazy. Dude, Rock'em is insane. They're crazy. I, I know I talked about them earlier, but I'll just, you know, show off some of their stuff. Like, you know, these Franz socks, which I don't think they actually have anymore for sale. Last time I saw on their website, they were gone. Um, they do have some Palo socks like that. And then they also do, you know, custom socks. You got the magic logo on the front, six man show on the back, that kind of stuff, which you can get custom socks. They don't have to say six. I mean, they could say you could get six man show socks if you want, you know, that'd be kind of cool. Or you could get a, you know, I love Palo on them. Some City Edition socks, and these are from last year's City Edition, but they match this year's really well, too. Um, and then the best ones they're selling this season, if you ask me. These classic ones, obviously, it's a classic season for the Magic that match the Classics jersey. It's just so sick, dude. I mean, look at these. The old school, you know, nameplate on the front with the stars and the old school logo on the back. So sick. So sick. But yeah, super glad you got your, uh, your Rock'em stuff, man. That's crazy. That's really cool. All right, I got I got to breeze through this, man. There's so so much happening in the chat. I got to skip ahead. Okay, I'm finally now to the chat where I asked you about Cole's hair. So Quentin says he misses Cole's hair. Corey says, just lol is basically what he is. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, something. Uh, th this is true, Matthew. You can't argue with you can't argue with stats. He says one and zero in the Cole Anthony haircut area era. You can't argue with that. Stats are stats, facts are facts, and that's a fact. <laughs> Uh, Matthew Kennison says, Goga is our marching Gortat 2.0. Interesting. I haven't heard that one yet. Some similarities in that, in that he comes off the bench, comes off the bench and is very solid. I'd say obviously their games are a little bit different, but you're right. They're, they're both shot blockers. Go, or, uh, sorry. Marching Gortat was a, a good shot blocker. The Polish hammer, as he was so, um, lovingly nicknamed. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely something. Both European, obviously. So that's something. Yeah. But Mr. Thomas TV says P5 puts a lot of spice on those passes. Passes. You better believe it. Jeremy says, when is Suggs up for an extension? Pay the man. He's a dog. Yep. We're definitely going to pay that dude. You cannot argue with that, with what he does, man. And for the win, says Batate, sets the tone, owning the paint. You can't, again, you cannot argue with what you see from Goga. You just can't. You just can't. All right, chat. Let me uh, give you my thoughts on this game uh, because <laughs> let's see here. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, let me give you my thoughts on this game because this was an interesting one. Obviously, the, the cloud hanging over Magic fans and also probably this team is, is the road trip that comes up next week. Starting on Sunday, you go to Phoenix and you're out west for four games, four very difficult games, especially because tonight... Excuse me, Phoenix has um, Bradley Beal came back tonight. So now Phoenix has their guys, their big three guys healthy. And um, yeah, so that's going to be interesting Sunday. Anyway, we're going to talk about the road trip later. I'm getting ahead of myself. The cloud looming over the magic is that road trip is coming. So you felt like you really had to get this last win at home, you know? Um, and so coming into this game, I was a little bit nervous. Obviously, we didn't play that great on Wednesday. Um, the Knicks had a tough loss against Oklahoma City on Wednesday as well. And so, especially given the stretch, especially given the injuries, man, when we found out pregame that all three of the, those guys that are hurt from the bench unit weren't going to play, I was I was almost ready to chalk this up as a loss. I'm not going to lie. I thought for sure we'd get one of those three back. Like, 
Jonathan Isaac, Gary Harris especially. Thought we'd get at least one of them back, but no. No Joe Ingles, Jonathan Isaac, Gary Harris, all out. And then the last second, I mean, literally it was 6.30, 6.40, something like that. We find out that Wendell is out tonight, once again, for knee tendonitis, which he hasn't had all season that I can remember. So is knee tendonitis, like, contagious? Did Markel give Wendell knee tendonitis? Oh, man, so strange. But anyway, so you're without four of your key rotation, like your 10, you, you know, mostly solidified a 10-man rotation. Clear as day once everyone's healthy. Four of those guys out tonight. And so, yeah, it was a little bit of a concern, but you come into this game, and, and from the start, the physicality of this team, the de- defense of this team, the intensity of this team, the attention to detail of this team was there almost for all 48 minutes. There were some stretches tonight, especially at the end of quarters, like the end of all, you know, the first three quarters, I thought were some some of the worst stretches of the game for the Magic. Yeah, you end the second quarter, like the last two possessions of the second quarter go well for the Magic, especially with that Franz uh, layup at the buzzer, you know, the steal and the layup. But up until that, like the last couple minutes of the first three quarters were all poorly finished by the Magic. And each one just let, let a little bit of hope in for the Knicks going into the next quarter. The biggest thing for the Magic tonight was this game should have been over in the third quarter. Like this team completely, I thought, outplayed the Knicks through three quarters, except for a couple things. The turnovers were brutal tonight. And again, part of that is credit to the Knicks. Knicks, obviously, they're coached by Tom Thibodeau, and he's always going to have guys flying around on defense and trying to force turnovers and shut you down. So some of that's credit to the Knicks. But some of it was just carelessness by this Magic team, which, again, is becoming a trend of late. You know, the Magic did a really, quite a good job in the first 20 games of the season, limiting turnovers. Now, not elite. This is still a young team. They're going to commit turnovers. It's going to happen. But they did a pretty good job. These last several games have been a a real struggle for the Magic, and that was true tonight, especially in that first half. They ended up with, uh, what did they have at at the half? They had 12 first-half turnovers. They end up with 15. So you have only three turnovers in the second half. Terrific from the Magic. But again, that first half should have been, I mean, honestly, it should have been a 20-point game at half. Like the Magic were just running circles around the Knicks on both ends of the ball, I thought. The Knicks couldn't make anything, which they couldn't make anything all night, and neither could the Magic from distance. Uh, but again, the turnovers are what kept the Knicks in this game. Free throw shooting, another issue for the Magic recently. An issue tonight, although not horrendous, you shoot 75% from the free throw line. There's a couple guys you want to do better, like Jalen Suggs, like I mentioned earlier, 50% from the free throw line. You want him to make at least one more of those. Goga, 5 of 8 from the free throw line. A neat, that's almost his average, but still, you want him to make another one of those. Franz was great tonight, 7 of 7 from the line. Paolo went 9 of 12 from the line, 75%. Again, you'd like to see him make one more of those. So all those things combined. And then, of course, the, I almost don't even need to talk about this after every game now. This is a three-point shooting. Like, it's just we're used to it at this point, right, Magic fans? Like, you go 7 of 33 from three tonight for 21%, you know? Yeah, if that's going to happen, you're going to let teams be in the game for most nights. The good news, though, like I said, was you limit uh, the Knicks to 6 of 30 from 3 tonight for 20%. The Knicks shot worse from 3 than the Orlando Magic tonight. That's rare. That is rare that a team shoots 21% and they're the best shooting team, the better shooting team on the night. That's crazy. That's crazy. But yeah, down the stretch, got a little dicey. 
obviously, you let the Knicks back into it. I assume, yeah, the Knicks would have had to win the, win the fourth quarter, right? I mean, based on, because we had a, let's see, yeah, they win the, the fourth quarter by, by three, 34-31. Um, and, and honestly, we talk about defense. The defense in the second half, you give up 64 points to the Knicks. That's not great. Now, part of it was, I would say, the Knicks kind of changed the game plan, especially in the fourth quarter. Uh, David and Jeff talked about this. Like, the last several, I mean, several minutes of this game, maybe the last half of the fourth quarter, it was just Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle going at the rim, which I don't blame them. Like, those two are so good at that, so good at finishing at the rim, so so good at getting in the rim first and then finishing at the rim or drawing contact. Makes you wonder why they didn't do it earlier in the game. Maybe not for (laughs) six straight minutes, but in in more uh, reasonable stretches of the game. Uh, so there's that. And then, yeah, again, it was a little dicey down the stretch. You get the stops you needed. You get the buckets you needed. You get the free throws you needed, ultimately, to see this game out. Ended up winning by nine. Ended up being relatively comfortable in the last two possessions. Um, not too bad. All right, chat. Let's see uh, see what you're thinking about some of this stuff here. Um, early for stats, uh, Sean says, I can't believe our bench went 0 of 15 from three. Yeah, we're going to talk about the bench in a second. Yeah, it was uh, not a good shooting night, obviously, as a whole for the Magic. But um, let's see. Yeah, thanks, Praises. Says Franz Masterclass tonight. Franz, man, how big was that from Franz? Boy, did we need that from Franz. In every aspect of his game tonight, he was terrific. Both sides of the ball, offensively, defensively, rebounding the basketball, had nine boards. And the biggest one, obviously, for Magic fans, he goes three of five from three. Thank the Lord, because boy, did we need that. He needed that. You could tell that was like a burden lifted off of his shoulders tonight to finally have a positive three-point shooting night. Can this be the game that breaks him out of this slump? Please, please let it be the game. Because, <laughs> man, if Franz can start hitting some triples on this West Coast road trip, that's going to change the equation drastically. Drastically. Dizzy, this is so true. He said, time stopped for a moment when Franz hit that step back three. For me, it stopped when it was in the air. Like, when he took it, I was like, if this goes in, this is going to break the chain. This is going to break the curse. Yeah. And it went in. Love that. Daniel O'Malley says, Nick's announcer said Brunson was talking uh, to Goga. said, who are you when they're in the... Oh, I see what you're saying. So he's saying that apparently Brunson was talking smack to Goga and said, who are you? Which is funny because the Knicks are in the play-in right now. That's what Daniel's saying. Love that. It's so funny. Yeah, and he got bodied several times by Goga tonight. So he knows, he knows who Goga is now. If he didn't before tonight, he knows. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, we got a super chat. Kaiser Sosa says, From here out, we need to root for whoever plays the Pacers, Cavs, Knicks, Nets, and Heat because they're the teams will end up fighting for seeding. 100%. 100% right. I think um, this is something I mentioned early on in the season. I said game number 30. Once we hit game number 30, we're going to see like kind of where the different um, categories of teams in the East are, right? Like the different regions, essentially. You got the upper echelon, which are the teams you expect. The Celtics, the Bucks, the Sixers. Then you got that, you know, next category of teams, which are these teams. Magic, Pacers, Cavs, Knicks, Nets, Heat. Well, although the Nets right now, they're I think they lost to the Wizards tonight. Nets are falling apart. Um, but yes, those teams, that's that middle category of the Eastern Conference. And you're exactly right. We got to be rooting against those guys every night. I've said it on the show once. I'll say it a million times. Every night counts. I know it's an 82-game season. And so we can't get too carried away by one, one win, one loss. But over the whole course of the season, you guys remember, come April, the last week, last two weeks of the season, Every game counts then, so every game counts now. And so you're exactly right. Let's root against those guys. Uh, let's see here. A couple more of these, and we're going to look at the box score. Corey says, the Magic win as a young team while turning the ball over and shooting like crap. This is a big positive. Each of these two things can be improved with hard work, which we know the Magic do. That's what's so impressive about this Magic team this season. This team is seven games over 500. And they are in the bottom three in the NBA for three-point percentage. That is unheard of in 2023. The best teams shoot the basketball well. And the Magic have bucked that trend completely by playing their own brand of basketball and doing it really dang well so far 19 times this season. It's great. It's awesome. I love it. I love it. It's great. Um... Yeah, he did get bodied a couple years same. Sam says 19 and 12 through 31 games. Three out of the next five are winnable games. Let's be 22 and 14 going into a tough January. Three out of the next five are winnable. You could say that. Phoenix, the, the well, I don't want to get ahead of myself. We're going to talk about the road ahead later, okay? Hold that thought, Sam. Hold that thought, okay? Uh, Sean, well, I'll, I'll read this, this, uh, this chat here and then we're going to go to the box score. Okay. Sean says playoff seating. Who do you, who do we match up best against top four at Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia? I want to play Boston or Philadelphia. I don't want, I don't want the freak and I ain't messing with Spolstra. I don't know about that guys. Like first off, if we, if we are in the playoffs right now, where's my mouse? There we go. If we are in the playoffs right now, we're the five seed which puts us against the four seed Miami. Okay. So I, I, if it's me, I, I want Miami. Like I'm totally okay with playing Miami. Um, Philadelphia scares me with Embiid healthy. Obviously they, they, they took care of us on Wednesday without him. 
I don't want to play the Bucks. And the other team I'd be interested in is, is Boston. Do I think we could beat Boston in a seven-game series? No. Do I think we have a chance? Yeah, I think we do have a chance. I really do, which is crazy. I know it's crazy. It's delusional. But the idea of having a chance to beat them, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. All right, let's take a look at the box score, guys. It's a pretty fun one for some of the guys. <laughs> and of course, one of those guys is Franz Wagner. Again, I don't want to beat a dead horse. Excuse me. Terrific night for Franz. He does play 39 minutes, though. I didn't realize it was that many. That has to be the most he's played all season. 39 minutes. That's crazy. That's like a Tom Thibodeau uh, number minute number um, amount there. But he goes 11 of 19 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3, 7 of 7 from the free throw line. Perfect night for him. Nine boards, two assists, and four steals as well as a block. Did have four turnovers and 32 points, and he was a plus 15 tonight. Franz was great, man. Franz was so good. Paolo, 9 of 19 from the field, 2 of 6 from the three-point line, 9 of 12 from the free throw line. Did have 10 boards as well as four assists to steal a block. Only two turnovers for him for 29 points. Again, those two combined for, what is that, 51? Man, Powell and Franz combined for 51. Good luck. Good luck to you. That's something I'm going to look up. I'm going to look up the games this season that Powell and Franz have combined for 50 or more. I want to know what our record is. I'm going to have to look that up. All right, Goga, again. Not going to beat a dead horse, but Goga... <laughs> This might have been Goga's best game, which I know is a stretch. He's had some really good ones. But on both sides of the ball tonight, I thought Goga was great. Especially defensively tonight. He was he was terrific. 13 points, 7 boards for him, as well as 2 blocks. Jalen Suggs, I mean, just solid. Just solid night for him. 21 points on 8 of 15 shooting. Again, you want him to make one more 3. He goes 2 of 7 to go 28% from 3. Two boards, six assists, and a block. I thought Jalen was terrific. Anthony Black, you know, you can't really complain about him because there gets four points, six boards, five assists, didn't miss from the field, only one turnover, two steals, and played terrific defense on Jalen Brunson when he was given the opportunity. In 29 minutes, Anthony Black was great. Anthony Black was great. You're right. Chat is correcting me. 61 points for, for Paolo and Franz, not 51. I can't math. You're right. It was 61. Um, let's see who's next. Caleb Houston, <laughs> Caleb. Oh man, I'd say four of those five threes were just as wide open as you can get, man. And for a guy that's billed as a shooter, he's got to make a couple of those, man. I wanted those to go in so bad. Oh man, Caleb let us down tonight, and he was pretty quiet elsewhere. In the last couple games, uh, excuse me, Caleb has played really well on the defensive end, rebounding the basketball. I thought, again, his defense tonight was fine, uh, but pretty quiet night for him. Mo Wagner, very quiet night until the fourth quarter. Uh, offensively speaking, at least seven points for him, two of eight from the field, missed all three of his threes, hit all three of his free throws, but he did have 11 boards tonight, including four offensive rebounds. You'll see later when we show the team stats, the Magic just, I mean, absolutely wrecked the Knicks on the glass tonight, which is very impressive. And then Cole. Not great with the new haircut, bro. Nine points on three of eight shooting. Oh, for, for three from three. Three or four from the free throw line. Two boards, five assists, two steals. So again, outside of shooting, Cole had a great night. And then you had Chuma. Chuma, okay, okay. Oh, man. Two points. One of five from the field. Oh, of four from three. And one assist. Yeah, we need to get healthy. That's all I'll say about Chuma. 
because good grief. Really don't want to see him get meaningful minutes ever again, honestly. I'm kind of over the Chuma thing. He's, uh, yeah. Okay, I'll just leave it at that. I don't, I don't want to be a dead, dead horse on that. But yeah, it was mentioned earlier by the chat. I believe it was Sean who said, and it's true, the bench combined for 0 of 15 from 3 tonight. 0 of 15 from the bench. Your starters go, what is that, 7 of 18 from 3? And the bench goes 0 of 15. That's crazy. Crazy stuff. Anyway, uh, as far as the Knicks go, I mean, Julius Randle, have yourself a day. 38 points for him, 12 boards, 6 assists. Did have 5 turnovers. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that you kind of let Julius Randle do his thing. Jalen Brunson, I don't want to say let him do his thing because, I mean, you shut him down. He goes 4 of 15 from the field, 0 of 4 from 3. The only reason he's in double figures is because he goes 12 of 12 from the free throw line, which is, is you know, that's a, that's a Jalen Brunson thing to do. Seven boards, eight assists. So it's it was really Julius Randle having a great night and everyone else stinking it up. So you'll take that every single night for the Magic. Let Julius Randle get his and shut everybody else down. Recipe for success tonight, for sure. Again, you hold him to 44% from the field, six of 30 from three. Free throws, I mean, really kept him in it. Um, let's look at some of these teams. Actually, let's look at this really fast. The game summary. You win the first three quarters, especially that second quarter. You hold them to 15 points in that second quarter, man. Crazy. Points in the paint, even 58 all, which is interesting. Magic had that big 20-point lead, allowed the Knicks back into it. Bench points. Look at this, man. Look at that. This bench is hurting so bad. We got to get healthy. You get outscored by the Knicks bench, 22 to 18. This bench only scores 18 points. That's crazy. That's unheard of for this Magic team. But again, it's happened a couple times, two or three times now in the last week. This bench is just stinking it up because they're they're not healthy. We mentioned the turnovers. Again, you had 12 in the first half, only three in the second half. I mean, that is, that's amazing. Amazing by this, this Magic team. Uh, before we look at some of these team stats, let me check on the chat here. Let's see. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Adjuri says we got to stop playing Shuma, man. I, I know we're hurting. We're not healthy. We got to play somebody, but man, Chuma's rough. And yeah, Ty says, why does Chuma even play? I don't know. I don't know. Lewis says these injuries piling up is hurting product our production off the bench. The magic depth was a strength earlier this season. hundred percent. Yeah. You lose Joe Ingles, Jonathan Isaac, Gary Harris. I mean, that's that's the core of your bench right there, plus Mo and uh, and Cole. Um, yeah, Sean says Caleb was super open. He really was. He really was. Nikolai says bing bong. Bing bong to you, Nikolai. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks to all of you for tuning in on this Friday night, the last six-minute show postgame live of 2023, which is a lot of fun. Uh, looking at some of these team stats here. Again, both teams shoot 44% from the field. Magic shoot 1% better from three. Uh, free throws, uh, 30 of 40 for the Magic, 26 of 29 for the Knicks. That's that's terrific. They shoot 89% from the line tonight. Kudos to them. But again, you out-rebound the Knicks 49 to 40. And offensive rebounds, you get 14 offensive rebounds on the Knicks. You love to see that. Terrific. That was another thing that was really big for the Magic success. Success early in the season 
was being able to crash the offensive glass. And man, they did it tonight really well. Really well. You get 24 assists on those 40 uh, field goals, which is good. 10 steals, 6 blocks for the Magic. We talked about the turnovers already. 19 fast break points for the Magic. The Magic really pushed the pace tonight. But they were calm and reserved about it, if that makes sense. Like, it never felt too chaotic or rushed like we saw a lot in Washington on Tuesday. I thought the Magic did a great job of balancing pace with poise. Ooh, I'm going to coin that. I'm going to coin that phrase. Balancing pace with poise. Love that. That's going to be the name of my new book. Um, (laughs) Fouls, obviously, the, the Knicks... Committed a ton of fouls tonight in a very physical game, um, but yeah, let's take a look at uh, let's take a look at the scores around the league because there are there are some interesting ones. I've already seen one final score that's interesting. Obviously, the Magic beat the Knicks one seventeen to one hundred eight. You just love to see it. I'm going to come back to this 76ers Rockets game because by the time we're in, we're done with this segment. That game might be done. There's eleven seconds left in that one. Um, Sam, I knew someone in chat was going to come through. Look at this. Sam says the Magic are 7-2 and two when Paolo and Franz combined for 50, if I did the math right. 10-1 and one when they both have at least 20 points. Look at that. Thank you, Sam, for doing the, the homework on that. 7-2 and two when they combined for 50. I knew it had to be high. I knew it had to be high. And it's only happened nine times this season. That's crazy. Nine times in 31 games. So again, it goes to show you, man, that's the recipe right there. Get Powell and Franz cooking. You're going to win the game. You're going to win the game. That's what it looks like to me. Love that. Thank you, Sam, for that. Uh, Bucks beat the Cavs tonight, 119-111. Look at this game, though. Celtics-Raptors. Raptors had a late lead in this game. Last I, last I saw, maybe not super late. I think it was halfway through the fourth quarter they had a lead. But the Celtics barely hang on again. It's crazy. I want to see how late... The Raptors had a lead before. So 107, 104 with seven minutes to go. Five minutes. Four-point lead with five minutes. Wow. Okay. And they led here by three with two and a half to go. They tied it up with 47 seconds to go. And then uh, it was a free throw game after that, which Boston won. Wow. Okay. So a tie game with 47 seconds. And then Celtics somehow once again survive and remain undefeated at home. Kings beat the Hawks. And then this was the one I, I was mentioning earlier. The Wizards beat the Nets. The Nets now two games under 500. Wizards get just their sixth win of the season. That is a terrible loss for Brooklyn. A team that's still trying to claw their way you know, in the play-in. But wow. Um, all right. Uh, let's see here. Suns. That's an important one for the Magic. You know, the Magic play the Suns in Phoenix on Sunday. Just about 48 hours from now. We'll be in the middle of that game. Uh, they're up by 11 right now over the Hornets. The Spurs early in that one lead the Blazers. Thunder with a 10-point third quarter lead. And at this point, I'm stalling because I'm trying to see if this 76ers-Rockets game is going to end. I'll leave this uh, score tab open and we can check it after we check on the standings. Let me refresh this page. We'll look at the standings here. Um, big one for the Magic tonight when it comes to seeding. Because you only had a one-game lead on the Knicks coming into this game, so they could have been level with you at 18 and 13 on the season if they won tonight. Instead, we knock them down two games back of the Magic now, 17 and 14 for the Knicks. Uh, The Magic now tied with the Heat for that four seed. Of course, the Heat owned the tiebreaker with the Magic for now, and so they get that four seed right now. Magic in the five seed 
and extend that lead over the Cavs to one and a half games. So again, a big game every time we play the teams in this this realm. You know, the Heat, Cavs, Knicks, Pacers, and for now you could keep the Nets in that conversation. Though I don't know if they'll be there for long. Every one of these games, these head-to-head matchups really, really counts. Really counts because again, you talk about the end of the season when you're counting the the games like by, in the single digits. You know, one game, two game, you know, lead or being one game or two game back games back. You know, these things count for double. You know, it's a whole game swing when you play these teams. So you, you really want to win them. And the Magic so far have done pretty well. Obviously, the Heat, you're 0-1. The Cavs, you're 1-1. The Knicks, you're 1-1. Excuse me. Pacers, you are uh, 2-0. and And, of course, the Nets owned us so far this season. 0-2 against the Nets. we got to figure that out. But, yeah, great stuff for the Magic. Again, they go to, what is that? It says 12-4. and Is that right? Or is this our 13th win? I thought this was 13th, but I guess it's 12. 12 and 4 at home, 12 and 3 in Orlando. If you know, you know. Uh, so you'll love to see that. They're 7 and 8 on the road, but hopefully they can uh, they can fix that on this road trip. Coming up next week. All right, really quick. Looks like, yeah, Sixers are going to win that one. So Sixers will beat the Rockets. And that'll be that. Um, last thing before, I definitely want to talk about next week. Do want to remind you about Rockham. Rockham is the presenting sponsor of the Six Man Show Post Game Live. Definitely check them out at rockham.com. Use that code MAGIC20. That'll get you 20% off of your order at rock'em.com socks underwear magic gear definitely go check them out and use that code magic 20 all right guys let's talk about this week coming up this is a this is a big one for the magic coming up okay another west coast trip the last one for the season which is pretty cool that you get this out of the way in early you know the first week of january that's big time for this team again we've talked about the fact that the strength of schedule for this team going forward is pretty good let me check on the strength of schedule now that we've had uh, these couple of um, playoff matchup, you know, teams against playoff games against playoff teams this week in the Sixers and the Knicks. Yeah, the Magic now the 29th uh, remaining strength of schedule. So by that I mean that's the 29th easy, or I, I should say the 29th hardest schedule remaining. You know, which is great. That's that's, that's sensational. This team is seven games above 500, and. Uh, you have the 29th hardest schedule remaining, aka the second easiest schedule remaining. That's crazy. You love that. Um, okay, really quick before we talk about next week, Sam says great show after a great after a great win. Kev, appreciate you. Let's get some dubs this week. Thank you, Sam. Appreciate that. Thanks for tuning in. Jelbs or Gelbs has got my six my socks and briefs. Couldn't be happier. Thanks for the recommendation. Let's go, man. Thank you. Thank you for supporting uh, Rockham, a great Central Florida brand, and the Six Man Show. Okay. Let's talk about this uh, this road trip. Like we said, Suns on Sunday. Then it is Golden State Tuesday, Sacramento Wednesday, Denver on Friday. It's a tough stretch. Tough stretch. The Suns, if this was a week ago, I'd say you have a pretty good chance of winning that game, even though they have Kevin Durant. But Bradley Beal gets added tonight. They're currently beating the Hornets. I know it's the Hornets. But um, you wonder if they're going to start clicking now that they're getting healthy. Sunday is going to be very tough. It's going to be a very, very difficult game. I think it's a winnable game, but it's going to be very difficult. Tuesday, Golden State is a mess right now. And so I do think that's a winnable game. Sacramento, but let me back about Golden State. It, I think it's a winnable game, but obviously, you don't need me to tell you this. All it takes is a Steph Masterclass, and the game's over, you know, which he's very capable of doing. Wednesday, Sacramento, second night of a back-to-back against that Sacramento team. That is... 
is the tough. That is tough. I won't. I won't say it's the toughest of the road trip because you play Denver. That's tough. And then Friday, you end the road trip in Denver, Mile High City, dealing with the altitude. It's tough. That's gonna be tough. Again, just like the first road trip, if you can, if the Magic can manage to go two and two on this road trip, that is a major success. A major success. If they can go five hundred on this trip, that is a, that should be a success. If you ask me. Can they do it? I don't know. I think they can. I think it's possible. But that's going to be tough. One and three feels more likely to me than three and one. Let's put it that way. But anything's possible, to quote Kevin Garnett. All right, folks. I think that's about going to do it for us tonight. What a fun win. This was, again, this was Magic Basketball at its best. Just downright defense, zero three-point shooting, physical play, getting to the free throw line. You just love it. That's going to do it for us tonight. Hey, the Six Fan Show is going on right now. Our guy Benjamin Gifford is outside of Amway. I'm seeing if I got any messages from him. So check it out tonight. We'll put that up later. Probably after midnight. It'll be late. Uh, And then we'll be back Sunday night for that showdown in Phoenix against Kevin Durant and the Suns. That'll be an interesting one. We'll see what the Magic can do. But until then, we'll see you then. And let's go Magic. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So... At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable. It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.